This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. This is Luke Stevenson for the Central Indiana Innovation Hub. Central Indiana Innovation Hub provides space for individuals to meet and network for business-related needs. Central Indiana Innovation Hub is located at 5250 East U.S. Highway 36, Suite 1101 in Avon. More information can be found at indianahub.com. Our phone number is 317-696-3050. Office hours are Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 4. Tours of the facility are available. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today here on 98.9 WYRZ. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. We're going to talk with two board and commission members in the town of Brownsburg. Their names are Charles Bischoff and Brett Scowden. They are members of the Board of Zoning Appeals and the Planning Commission. The reason we're doing this today, these are two very important boards and commissions, not just in the town of Brownsburg, but in municipalities all over central Indiana. And a lot of folks don't know what these board and commissions do, but they are a vital part 
to any growing community. So I want to talk with them a little bit about their service, talk a little bit about what the boards and commissions do, get you a little bit more educated uh, on what some of these uh, different layers of local government are doing. So we start today with Charles Bischoff. He's a member of the Brownsburg Board of Zoning Appeals, as well as the Planning Commission. Charles, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me here. So, oh, our pleasure. I think it's very important that we kind of try to start to inform the public of, of what the Board of Zoning Appeals and, and Planning Commission do, because one of the charges of this show is to provide public information, and you guys really have thankless jobs on both of those boards and commissions. I'm, I'm curious how you kind of got involved in, uh, in service with the town of Brownsburg. Well, it's always been a part of me to be a servant to the public and everything. Uh, you know, six mil- years in the military and then came here and got involved in the community in smaller parts and wanted to take on a larger part. So I saw the advertisement one November and decided to apply for the boards. Yeah, give us a little bit of your background of sort of how we, we got you here. I know we, you, you mentioned your, your public service in the military. By the way, thank you very much for, for doing that. Um, but kind of let us know how you, you came to Brownsburg. Well, originally I'm not even from Indiana. I'm from Illinois. So uh, we followed our careers here to Indianapolis. Uh, we actually moved to Carmel for a couple of months, but then found that we wanted to come to the west side. Yeah. And it was kind of tough between uh, Plainfield, Avon, and Brownsburg, but, you know, after driving around for several months uh, and doing the research, we decided on Brownsburg. So, and that was a decade ago now at this point, so. (laughs) Well, it's interesting because I remember when you applied for uh, Planning Commission, Board of Zoning Appeals, um, because I was on the council at the time. I thought the military background was really interesting. And tell us a little bit about what you did in the military, what you can tell us about what you did in the military, (laughs) and what you kind of took from that as you've entered back into into public life. Well, in the military, I was a civil engineer, uh, which is what I am now, so with the airport out here in Annapolis International. And uh, basically, we just did a lot of renovations, uh, new structures, and kind of that sort, and just maintaining uh, the bases that I was at, so... It's a really a, a cool background, and I thought it fit very nice for what you've ended up in public service in the town. And it's interesting that you wanted to do those because Planning Commission and Board of Z- uh, Zoning Appeals are generally the two most thankless jobs in the, in the Board and Commission service. Well, what about those two really sort of a, a, appeal to you? Well, honestly, in my day-to-day job, I do a lot of review of uh, drawings and whatnot, specifications for construction drawings. And to do it for the town, you know, I really felt like that was a big part of it, and you know, I like scrutinizing the drawings that come across our ways and making sure that it's got all the proper things in there and my lessons learned in my own career. So, Now, you serve, you were, correct me if I'm wrong on this, you were appointed to the Planning Commission. That's correct. And then the way the state statute works uh, by Indiana Code, we have to have two members that are on the Planning Commission and the, the BZA. Is that yeah. right? Is that right? It's uh, one from the Planning Commission to representing representative on the board of zoning appeals okay all and right. i'm that representative for the board of zoning appeals. okay excellent um you wanted to do that more grief you said <laughs> sign me up oh yeah yeah i looked forward to it and actually the bza has been a lot of fun it's a, a totally different aspect from the planning commission uh given that the board of zoning appeals is looking at the plan set and you know what people are wanting to do above and beyond uh the zonings and ordinances that we have in place so when they come to us and ask those questions and everything, it's really neat to get down into the weeds of what do we have in writing? You know, what is the interpretation of that? What is staff's interpretation of what those writings say? And then to come to a conclusion with the rest of the board, you know, and having a consensus out there, not, we don't always have a consensus, but, you know, getting everyone's interpretation and uh, 
get doing what's best for the town. Congress is Charles Bischoff. He's a member of the Brownsburg Planning Commission as well as the Board of uh, Zoning Appeals. We're going to talk a little bit today about what these two uh, boards and, and commissions do because they are very important. They're in communities all over central Indiana, and a lot of people have no idea sort of sort of what they do. So, so take us through the Planning Commission. What is the charge of the Planning Commission? What do you guys do? Well, the Planning Commission is obviously a very important part. If you don't have a Planning Commission, uh, you just have all kinds of things buildings just going up everywhere nothing seems to match together uh there is apparent that we did not have a planning commission here in brownsburg for a while but <laughs> things are starting to look a little nicer for us <laughs> yeah uh so everything is coming together but really we are charged to uphold uh the consensus of what the town came up with uh during the comprehensive plan study and we are charged to assure to uphold that comprehensive study ensuring that the town gets what the town wanted uh, when that study came out so when anybody comes with an applicant comes to us uh, wanting to put something new in town we ensure that that's going in the location per the study and that it is fitting what we want, the look and feel that we want for our town as well it's it's such a misunderstanding because people come to you guys they don't come to the council most of the time when somebody says hey i want to put a um you know, a, a restaurant here or whatever. Um, they don't come to the town council and ask for it. They come to you guys, and you guys sort of have to look at what the council has decided, oftentimes with immense public input. You talked about the let's, – let's do that. We talk about immense public input. Talk about the comprehensive plan because people may be hearing that for the first time. What is that? The comprehensive plan is basically a study that was put together several years ago and with a lot of surveys and outreach to the town on what, how the, the direction they want to see the town. What is the town missing? One of the big things in the comprehensive plan was more parks. Uh, that was one of the big things. So within all that, you know, uh, right off the bat, you know, the town did put in a lot more parks. There is more plans for more parks going around. Uh, maybe specifically, there's supposed to be a splash pad going in behind my house here soon. So <laughs> I'm still waiting on that one. One of the reasons I moved to Brownsburg, oh, splash pad over here. Well... <laughs> Williams Park got theirs, but... Now, did you... um, I'm curious, because you strike me as the sort of guy, you're very detail-oriented. Did you, like, look at the comp plan before you moved to Brownsburg? Oh, yeah. I remember you saying that, I think, in your interview, that you'd actually read the comp plan. I thought, that's really impressive. (laughs) I looked at the comp plan. I looked at the zoning uh, ordinances around me. I wanted to make sure that... Because where I built was, there was nothing behind me. So they had to find out, okay, well, what is going to go in there eventually, you know? So, and it was supposed to be, a, it's going to be still a town park once uh, that all happens. But Okay, so uh, the, the comp plan I think is important, and it's important to you guys want it to what your statute, but it's put together by the community. It's not just the town government that comes up with this. You know, it's put together with the police department, fire department, school corporation. Citizens are encouraged to come be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Everybody participates in this comp plan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everyone has a very big role in all this comprehensive plan uh, coming up with, you know, what the town is to look like and how to keep the old town feel that we are um when people come to you so let's say let's just pick a random thing let's say it's a a, um, a housing development um they come to you and they say we want to put a housing development on this piece of property how does that process sort of work how does it how does the ball get rolling well essentially they would go to staff uh the town uh put in their application and everything and depending on where that housing development is you know first of all is it zoned for housing or what type of housing is it multifamily or is it single home uh, so if there's any variances that are needed they would go to the board of zoning appeals first and that's usually where the community first gets their notices which is why we probably see a lot of participation at these types of meetings because it's like whoa what are you doing over here now they're required depending on exactly what they want to do they're required to send 
letters out to people in a certain geographical area saying we're considering doing xyz and uh you know you need to be informed because you live within a certain distance of xyz yeah that is correct so if you get a mailing it is very it is relatively close to you uh other places to look are in the newspapers and whatnot that's where we have to legally put a advertisement out as well one of the challenges you have again our guest is charles bishop he's with the brownsburg planning commission as well as board of zoning appeals one of the challenges you guys have and one of the challenges we have as a had as a uh, collective government and the governments do today is not only the concern of the rights of people that want to build in town but the rights of the people that are already here and you guys really have to balance that out on the planning commission we do and when I, that is usually when we're here the most about is the people that already live here and are concerned about what's going in next door to them okay so, so you guys get a petition people come to you are there hearings generally is it is it the public allowed to speak on these sort of things what sort of participation impact feedback do you get um, from the greater community when somebody proposes a, a development well when a proposed development comes the notices go out uh, we hold the meeting and then one, we have you know, staff represent their case, we have the applicant give their case, and then we open up the public hearing to where all the public is invited and encouraged to come up and voice their opinion. Uh, the things they got to keep in mind when they're voicing opinion at the planning commission, though, is that, you know, even though your opinions are greatly appreciated, but we have to, we are charged with upholding the comprehensive plan at the planning commission. Uh, Board of Zoning Appeals, we have to uphold the ordinances. Uh, so even though your opinions are very greatly appreciated, uh, those are the things you have to keep in mind at those meetings. Where your opinions are needed the most, you know, are at the town council meetings when it goes in front of them. Yeah, it's, it's um, yeah, because you guys, so let's get to that. You guys are sort of step one on a proposed project, really. I mean, you guys yes. are, you make what's called a, a recommendation, right? Yes, it's just a recommendation to the city council, and town then, council. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, uh, and then it comes to the town council, and ultimately the council has to decide on it. Yes. And that's where emotion can come in, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, but it really is, the, the planning commission is a huge deal, and your recommendation is somebody who's done it, because you guys do all the research. I mean, how, mm -hmm. how much time each week, you say you spend on planning commission? Well, each week, it's usually the week just prior to the meeting because that's when we get our packet and whatnot, but I'll spend a good eight hours on that weekend going over all the packets that we have. And the Planning Commission is a great place to be for community comes because one of the biggest complaints we usually get is the increased traffic. Well, when there is an increased traffic issue, you know, we get a yeah. the study on the traffic impact for any intersection within that area. And if there's certain levels to... Uh, you know, traffic studies. And if it reaches a certain criteria, they have, the town either has to increase that capacity for that intersection, uh, install a light, you know, what, whatever it pertains to, you know, what did it start off with? What does it got to go? And in most time, in a lot of areas around town, we're actually in a very good state. I mean, I know there, there is a couple of er areas of concern right now, but those are in the plans to be upgraded here in the next couple of years as well. But uh, the traffic study is usually a very helpful tool for us, and we try to vet, you know, the public's concerns with those as best we can by explaining all that to them. But, you know, emotions do run high, you know, especially when you're dealing with people's homesteads. I don't think I ever voted against a recommendation from the Planning Commission. And there were times maybe I disagreed on the surface with what the Planning Commission had done, um, but uh, I always felt that you guys put all that effort into it. 
there were there were uh, all this time and i was on the planning commission once and i remember there was a project where on the planning commission it was i had voted in the minority on a project but it was ultimately voted voted down i was in the minority and i voted up all the planning commission's recommendation which would have been a different vote from what i on the council that i had on the planning commission i just always felt it was so important because the commission puts such time and effort and energy into this that uh, it, unless there's just something that is really egregious your, your opinion should really be be respected yeah, there's uh, six members on the on the planning commission, and every one of us spends a great deal of time in there, and we have lots of good conversations in these meetings and everything. So, all right, so let's talk briefly about. Uh, by the way, do you, do you like it? Do you like doing it? I do enjoy it. And my next year is my term limit on the four years so i was actually having conversations last night like i wonder i really hope that the town decides to keep me on one or the like other you so. want to come back for this yeah i do uh, that's it's great. a lot of fun well and it's it's interesting because the town is changing rapidly and and one of the things i always said to people is you can't put an occupancy limit sign on the town of brownsburg you can no. you can get the right for lack of a better term maybe sort of occupancy but people have a right to live here the same way as when you bought your home or or anybody else that has moved here over the years there was a home for somebody to live in you know yeah. and, and we want to continue that and i think you guys have done a very wonderful job the past couple of years as we've turned people over we've gotten younger newer fresher ideas in there, fresher perspectives i think you guys have done a phenomenal job on the on the planning commission well thank you um, we okay. try to do our best. Yeah, you, you do. And I'm uh, not going to spend a whole lot of time on this, but the other board you serve on is the Board of Zoning Appeals, and we're going to talk with Brett Scout in, in a little bit more detail about this at, at, coming up. But uh, tell us a little bit about um, why you wanted to do board, board of Zoning Appeals and what the charge of that, that board is. Well, the charge of that board is uh, interpretation of the zoning ordinances. Uh, we've had a couple of those recently. Administrative filings uh, due to interpretations. And then, of course, uh, any special use exceptions. And special use exceptions are of someone wanting to put a car dealership in a commercial area. Sure. And they also want to put a Starbucks with them or something to that effect. Sure. You know, something, something that just does not belong in that area. Well, they come and present their case, and they will explain to us on why they feel it is. Staff has already done many hours of putting their packet together to explain to us their interpretation of all of it and then we uh deliberate on it for a little bit and we'll come to a consensus and we'll go into detail with brett on this but a lot of people don't understand because signs are big with you guys at the board yeah. of zoning appeals and a lot of people will go well they denied the sign request and that's not business friendly your job at the board of zoning appeals is not to be quote unquote business friendly you're like a court there your job is to interpret the law yep it's yeah, fascinating. It's, it's funny you bring up signs, too, because signs are one that we get the most frequent of. When the comprehensive plan came out that wrote the new ordinances that yep. we were to follow, we did shrink the size of the signs quite considerably for the town. And and when you do drive into a town that has the smaller signs, you can still see all the signs, and it looks very nice. Uh, here we do have a lot of grandfathered-in you know, uh, signs that are very large still. So trying to get everybody to come down to these smaller signs which are very visible still and very large enough for you know the areas they're in it's fascinating because the sign and zoning ordinance took uh 
almost three years yes. <laughs> to get there. It was before I was on the council and ended while I was on the council. And again, it comes back to this understanding of the Board of Zoning Appeals is not the time to object to the sign and zoning ordinance. That's where you got to come to the council. you got to get them to make changes. And uh, what we heard from the majority of people working with business owners was we want a more compact. We want a more uniformed, uh, streamlined set of ordinances for, for signs so that we start trying to clean the town up a little bit. And it was pretty overwhelming that we heard it, but I feel like, and you obviously have to have to deal with this on a daily basis, I feel like the council at the time got a very nice balance of still protecting business owners' rights and making the signs visible, yet getting that streamlined feel that the public overwhelmingly said they wanted. Yeah, yeah, and that's what we're pushing for still. There's always special exceptions and uses to it. Uh, I mean, the ordinance is not perfect by any means, but that's why people come to the Board of Zoning Appeals to ask our interpretation of it. Yeah, so. I want to close with this. Where do you think the town's at right now? You've served now. You're coming up on you're completing three years, getting ready to go to year number four. Where, where do you think the town's at? Give us your thoughts on some of the changes you're, you're seeing and, and uh, where you think we're going to go from here. Well, there has been a lot of great changes, a lot of great businesses coming in since the three years I've been on the board. Uh, there's obviously a lot of great things coming with the new uh, – downtown revitalization that we have coming and of course once ronald reagan is finished um you might have remembered that from my interview that i called it a blank slate and that's a part i want to be a part of uh but that's my uh, child that's yeah. my, that was my baby <laughs> well that area is i am really really waiting to see how that area grows and i'm sure once that area does uh the road continue through that that area is going to explode on us so well charles i knew when we appointed you at the time you were going to be a great addition to the town of brownsburg you certainly ha have been and thank you for for your service and thanks for taking a few moments to tell us a little bit about what the the planning commission and board of zoning appeals do well no no problem thanks a lot for having me in that was charles bischoff with the brownsburg board of zoning appeals also the planning commission and that's what we're doing today. We're talking about these two very important boards and commissions that affect not only the town of Brownsburg, but municipalities all over Hendricks County and throughout central Indiana. And uh, up next on the show, also a gentleman who's also a member of the Brownsburg Board of Zoning Appeals, as well as the Planning Commission, talking a little bit about his service and what the boards and commissions do. His name is Brett Scowden. Brett, thanks for being with us today. Good evening. Thank you, Rob. Uh, it's going great. So today is our um, it's our Planning Commission and Board of Zoning Appeals Day, and, and we just heard from Charles, and, and he focused a lot on the Planning Commission. I'm going to talk with you a little bit about Board of Zoning Appeals. And uh, one of the reasons I wanted to do this is you guys have such a thankless job, and when I was in town government, I always thought, man, you guys are the rocks. You're the heart and soul of the town government. You're making so many hard decisions, and a lot of people just don't know what you guys do. And I'm always curious why do you want this job? I mean, you're basically a volunteer. We, we are. We're community servants. Uh, we volunteer because you do get to uh, be involved with the town, and, and you get to uh, make some decisions that, right or wrong, have an impact on the future of the town. It's it's such a an important job, as Charles and I talked about. I'm curious what appealed to you, because a lot of times when people are first applying for boards and commissions, they see the fun ones where you get to spend money, you know, sure. EDC, RDC. You chose the two difficult ones that you get nothing but grief. Well, I, I actually, uh, I did choose the plan commission. I was uh, asked to be on the BZA, and, and I, I felt it as it was a privilege. I'd um, had an opportunity to spend a year with the plan commission at that point, and it, it dealt with the same group of ordinances, so it seemed like the next logical step. Um, the BZA works as a 
quasi-judicial body, so you get an opportunity to interpret what the ordinances actually are. Yeah, and so let's go into that uh, a little bit. Again, with Charles, we focus primarily on the, the Planning Commission side, and we'll get into that in just a second. But but tell us sort of what the, what the not the goal, the job of the Board of Zoning Appeals is by state statute. Uh, it's to interpret um, what our ordinances are. So if you are, let's say your, your house is zoned residential, but you there's a terrible accident you lose your house you decide you want to put in a duplex well there's steps that you have to go through and it has to be compatible with surrounding areas with um the other zoning that that is part of it and and that's just one of the small things but it basically it's it's a variance of some type from what our ordinances are there's special exception variances and several other ones but that's basically what it revolves around yeah and you know the council gets so much attention which you know i mean i i love attention i was yes. fine with it even bad attention you know, i'm like that kid that even negative reinforcement is is good for me and i'm very content with being behind the scenes <laughs> but you guys are such the nuts and bolts of this of this organization and it's amazing how many times when people come to you guys for the first time whether it's planning commission or bza have no idea probably that you guys are even out there until they have to go through the 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 pc or the bza i I think a high majority of of people um that come before us are that way they're they're not um fluent with what the process is or what needs to be done and in the department of uh development services yeah that used, they, to be, used to be used to be the planning yeah, used to be the planning department <laughs> they, they do a great job in steering them but I, I think people are really surprised by the process and how it works and what they have to go through it it can be very much like a uh, judicial hearing in, in front of a judge two things you have to have and i want you to go into a little bit about this about how much time and effort you put into it because it's not just these meetings which by the way these meetings are ridiculous. They're like three hours sometimes. It, they can be, and they're they're not the most exciting. If if you have a hard time sleeping at night, you might want to <laughs> pull up one of the the videos <laughs> off of the town's website, and it it can put you to sleep. Yeah, but but you guys put so much time into the pre-meeting preparation. A guy like you, I mean, what do you spend? You got to spend ten to fifteen hours just getting ready, right? I spend quite a few time uh, reviewing the packet. Um, we get it. We have to go through it. A lot of times, we we'll have to go back through our comprehensive plan uh, to see how it relates to it. We have to go through our ordinances every once in a while. It might relate to state law, so we do have to do some research, uh, past cases that may have taken place to to see what precedents are and and where it may lead. I've always thought that was so difficult. And the year I spent on the planning commission was such a, a wide awakening for me because you guys have to leave philosophies at home i mean if somebody's good at their job on on your boards and commissions leave it at home it's not a your philosophy on government it is enforcing someone else's philosophy on government yeah uh, we have uh, statutory requirements and those are not mandated by the town those are mandated by the state um we have very specific things we have to look for and the decision has to be based off of those it's much like uh any other trial, whether it's a civil trial or yeah. a criminal trial. Again, this is Brett Scout, he's a member of the Brownsburg Planning Commission as well as uh, BZA. Um, is it hard? Because a lot of times you're the guy that has to tell people, sorry, you can't, can't do that in Brownsburg. Uh, of course it's it's hard. I, I think if it's not hard, um, that wouldn't be something that anybody wants. I still have to live in this community. Yeah. I still have to go out and shop. I still visit, visit um, businesses, have to have neighbors. So you know as you see them you you have to be able to justify what the decisions were 
I'm always curious why people decide to get involved in town government. You've had a great private sector career. You're doing well. You don't need this. Why did you want to get involved? I've my father um, was a little bit of a politician. I wouldn't say as much. I think it was half a term at one point uh, <laughs> in, in the county I grew up in. And uh, but I've always felt a civic duty. Um, wanted to be involved when my wife and I moved out here. We we knew that this is where we we're going to stay, where we we're going to raise kids, and I wanted to be involved with uh, the direction of where we went. It's really interesting um, because I learned very quick that good government, anybody can stand up at a microphone and say whatever they want. Good government is done at the nuts and bolts level. It's done at these board and commission levels. And you guys, by you guys, Planning Commission, BZA, and it's true for the Redevelopment Commission, Redevelopment or Redevelopment Commission, Economic Development Commission, you guys are the nuts and bolts, the grinders, the people that put the effort and time into it so that guys like me, when I was on the council, could vote and look good. I mean, it's, it, it truly is the nuts and bolts level where this stuff gets done. Well, thank you for that. But it is. I providing the town council to oversee all of these if they had to go into the the minutiae of every single case and everything you see those dudes that were on the council with me nothing would get done ever (laughs) it it would be overwhelming for anyone you know i i think it it's why government can work when it is divided big government is it great no not always obviously we we won't go into that discussion but you know you need to to fine-tune it when you pass it off to to the main governing body. Uh, I'm curious because how long have you been on the planning commission now for? Long? Uh, six years. Six years. I, yeah, so I'm six. curious to get your perspective. One of my goals when I was on the council, I think we did this pretty well, was to get new people involved, wake people up, get people to try to start coming to things. I'm curious how the town government has sort of changed during that time and how the town really has changed during that time. Well, the town has certainly grown. Um, when I first started with the plan commission, we were beginning to work on the comprehensive plan. Or oh, that was up fun, the comprehensive plan. And that was quite a feat. I, I think that was about an 18-month process. <laughs> and shortly after we began that, we also began rewriting the town ordinances um, involving zoning. And again, I think that was another... 18 months to, to two years. So I, I've been in, involved with some time-consuming projects, um, which, which may explain... And your wife is still with years. you, which is amazing. And, and, and she she is. We, we even I had a very young child at that time, and we added a second one in there. Yeah. They all know my name. Um, but uh, but as far as where the town has come, you know, we, we had the comprehensive plan, and I, I think we've started to see some of that be implemented uh, uh, since then. We've seen the South Side grow. We've seen the beginnings of Ronald Reagan. Um, we've seen a little bit to to the north, and then the beginnings uh, just within the past few months of uh, possible stuff in our downtown area. You know, it's funny because when I ran, I was the oh, would you guys just get on with it guy, you know? Mm-hmm. And sure. you quickly learn, and thank you for not killing me, um, you quickly learn, <laughs> you learn very quickly, there's a reason this stuff takes as long as it does because every decision you make in that signing, sign and zoning ordinance, or as we're now seeing in the comprehensive plan, will someday have the ability to have a profound impact on a group of people. It, it, it does, and, and I think the comprehensive plan it was huge because of all the projects I've been involved, that's the one I think that uh, the community was most involved with. I, we didn't have thousands of people, but we had, uh, you know, throughout the times, hundreds of people from from various walks of life, various occupations, uh, various parts of town, all take part and, and have a chance to to voice what they thought uh, um, Brownsburg should be in the future. Yeah, it's really interesting because as a council member. Um, 
you know, I was focused on tax reform. That was my, sure. you know, my baby. That sure. was my thing because I felt that that was the key to bringing businesses to town. It's it, it's working, working well. And infrastructure, but you realize there's all these other moving parts out there. I mean, that sign and zoning ordinance was so important. And as you guys see a lot of times at the BZA, you know, it's funny, I'll watch some of those and go, well, this why wasn't this person involved in the discussions when we put that thing together for three years? You know, where were you? Uh, yeah, um, and I think that's that's always going to be a failure of government to to have one hundred percent involvement. Um, yeah, it's just it's impossible. I'm looking for like three percent involvement. Yeah, and, and if we can get some people in, if we can get the word out, um, you know, that always helps. Yeah, again, our guest is Brad Scout, and he's a member of the Brownsburg uh, Board of Zoning Appeals, also the Planning Commission. Uh, you know, I've urged you to do this in the past, but I'm not sure if you're ever going to take me up. Are you ever going to consider running for office someday? Uh, as I told you, I like behind, being behind the Cause scenes. Because I was really pestering you a couple of years ago. I think you'd be a great addition. You, you were. Um, I don't really fit in in Hendricks County, though. I'm not a registered Democrat, but not. I'm not a registered Republican either. Well, you know, I love the Trumpster. You know, I'm a big Trump guy, and he's pretty do. independent. I love the idea of an independent being in elected office. Um. Eh. I, you know, I'd never say never, but it's it's not something I'm active, actively pursuing. Yeah, well, I just think you'd be a great uh, a great addition. So where well, do you, you where do you uh, where do you see the town going now over the next couple of years? Um, I think we're gonna we'll we'll see some growth in commercial, which is something we've certainly needed. I think the added infrastructure, um, the completion of Ronald Reagan as uh, Northfield uh, is completed as uh, Green Street is expanded. I, I think we'll see a lot of growth in that time period. And, and I think just the ease in traffic will uh, help reduce a lot of the tension in the town. Is there one story that you can share with us? Because I know a lot of things you can't share, but is there one story you can share with us, like your time on BZA or Planning Commission that stand out to you that you're just like, I can't believe that happened? I mean, there's a ton of them, but is there something you can share? Wow. Um... Because there were like 10 of them when I was on the, on the Planning Commission with you. Why don't you start me somewhere? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm in enough trouble, right? I mean, I just think of all those stories you've gone through, of all the things with the zoning changes and people coming to you, and sometimes you'll I'll see things on the on the TV and go, I can't believe those guys sit there and take that without saying anything. No, you know, I've I've never really. Because you're so nice to everybody. Uh, sometimes we can <laughs> drill down pretty hard with our with our questions. I, I think. Um, one of the most entertaining things that that I remember, and I won't mention any names, was it was uh, about 20 minutes after a uh, a meeting was called to order. We had called um, an applicant up, and they were not there. Their attorney was not there. So we continued the case, and we moved on. And about uh, five minutes before the meeting ended, as the next hour approached, they showed up. So they, they were off by a whole hour. Right. It was, it was kind of – it, it was – do I think Indiana was in the central time zone? Uh, that, that, that may have been it. I, it. You know, we felt bad for the applicant for coming in late, but we'd already continued everything, and, and people had already left. So it, it was one of those miscommunications where it was a little amusing, but at the same time you felt you felt bad for the person. Well, you do such a great job, and I've said this many, many times, that you, you probably know the the ordinances and town codes better than any person I've ever I've ever been involved with, yeah. except for maybe the, you know, I think the, he's the, not the, planning director anymore, but maybe Barker and Blake. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they, they know him pretty well. But uh, thank you for all you do. Thanks for taking a few moments to tell us a little bit about the, the Planning Commission Board of Zoning Appeals, and thanks for your service to the town of Brownsburg. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. 
Well, special thanks to Brett Scouten, as well as Charles Bischoff from the Brownsburg Board of Zoning Appeals, as well as the Planning Commission for taking some time to tell us a little bit about what those two boards and commissions do. They're, they're so important for so many municipalities uh, across central Indiana. That's what we try to do here, try to educate you and keep you uh, up to date on what's going on uh, with very important topics. Uh, don't forget, if you missed any part of either conversation, check out the podcast anytime you want. We are now on SoundCloud as well as iTunes. All you have to do is search for Central Indiana Today, and you can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. You can also listen to an archived podcast at our website at wyrz.org. Click the Shows tab at the top of the page. Scroll down, find Central Indiana Today. You can go back and listen anytime you want. Our podcasts are presented by McDonald's. Thanks for joining us. Hope you have a great rest of your Friday, a very safe and happy weekend. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. This is Luke Stevenson for the Central Indiana Innovation Hub. Central Indiana Innovation Hub provides space for individuals to meet and network for business-related needs. Central Indiana Innovation Hub is located at 5250 East U.S. Highway 36, Suite 1101 in Avon. More information can be found at indianahub.com. Our phone number is 317-696-3050. Office hours are Monday through Friday, 830 to 4. Tours of the facility are available. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child 
can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.